0: Well, we're on the last stretch a little bit before the end of the year, and you kind of turn to reflection a bit, don't you, getting towards the end of the year? How's how's the year gone? And it's difficult to tell, really. (laughs) Is that the wrong answer? Uh, Some things stand out, some things don't. It's been a, I don't know kind of a bit of a tough year really. It feels like it for most people that it's been a hard year. There are lots of things that you go, oh, that could have been better or you're just hanging on in there. When thinking about the podcast and my intention for helping owners to be uh, more confident and more satisfied in their keeping of alpacas, then I've been thinking about the questions that you have. Uh, You know, I've been talking about recently about the, what do you see? What do you notice? What do you understand of that? What does it mean? And then what are you going to do? What's the, the action that you're going to take as a result of having noticed something and understood what's going on. And, uh, even this morning I I went down and was feeding the girls and, (laughs) I didn't notice at first, and then when I did notice that Ellie was sat in the doorway, then I've got all these other questions that spring to mind. Did she have her food? she... Why she sat down? Okay, strong wind from the north, it was uncomfortable. She sat down. Is she shaking and shivering like she was? No. Is she... Apparently... Okay, but she did let me walk past her. So is she apparently in pain or anything? No, it doesn't seem to be. And uh, she wasn't keen having me around, but she wasn't rushing away. She did let me look at her. I did take hold of her head. She didn't stand up at this point. I was expecting her to take hold of her head and just check the jaw for, to be sure there weren't any swellings or abscesses or anything affecting her teeth that she couldn't eat. Um, but I wasn't sure, had she eaten, had she not? Mm. So that's one of those ones where you got to file it away and check on her later. And then at the end of the day, I've checked and she's fine. She was definitely keen to be moving away from me. Uh, as was Hermione, Hermione spotted me looking and seeing that her coat needed straightening. She knew, she knew her coat needed straightening, I'm sure she did. And uh, no, she wasn't going to let me anywhere near her. So she ran off, excuse me, this is Hermione, not just Hurrying with intent, she was running away. <laughs> oh, I felt, I felt mean. Anyway, she, I, I, she had some food in the the upper field, and the others were all down in the stables being fed. But it, eventually, she came back, and Milly was up there as well. She wasn't going to come down either. He keeps fiddling with my coat. I'm not going down there. I know. I'm not. I'm not going there either. Said Hermione. <laughs> so I went up and tried to put her in a corner. She wasn't having any of that. She was still rushing and hurrying. She's doing well. That's, I'm really pleased about that. Actually, that she's moving so freely and so quickly, because that suggests that she's in pretty good shape, which is nice. I'm very pleased about that. So anyway, I, I managed to manoeuvre her down into to a corner where I well, she didn't go in, but she was near the the stable, and she was prepared to stand still and let me straighten her coat. And, uh, and then she 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 went into the stable and then away from me, but her coat's now straight. Mm. It's a bit cold. I just looking after your interest here, girl. I thought you might want a coat all around your back end, (laughs) not just (laughs) hitched halfway up your back. There we go. So that was, uh, yeah, a bit of the noticing. What does it mean? What do you do with it? And thinking about those kind of questions, and and do, do you have confidence? And there are some things that I'm more confident about. Actually, the questions have changed that's the thing that, that that i noticed about me was that the questions have changed originally when i had a question i would i would think there's nothing there i've got no answer there's there's a big hole a big void behind that question that i have no idea what to do i know no suggestion of what might be behind this and that's not true anymore for most of the things that i see because we've been doing it so so long now then most of the things, a lot of things I've seen before, not everything, but a lot of things I've seen before. And I've got some idea of how to think it through, work it through, do the triage, if you like, go through. Is it this? Is it that? Is it the other? No, don't know what it is. I'll check her later. And that's, that's a good solution for what I'm seeing. and That's a good response. Don't need to panic. Just need to keep an eye on her and I'll check her at the next meal. So that was That kind of thing, a realisation that behind the question, there's not such a big void anymore. And the questions have changed. The things I have immediate answers to, then they they don't trouble me in the way they used to when I first started with alpacas. I was interacting with someone who's... uh, Shout out to Aidan. Hi, guys. Hope the alpacas are still behaving themselves. Uh, Some new girls just arrived for them in Australia. So... Happy days. But there is that thing of, uh, we know enough to get started, but do we know enough? Uh, You never know enough. And you always will have things that you feel that you need to know more about. But we do know enough to get started. But those questions change. The things that I have questions about now changed. And therefore, I'm looking at things about nutrition. I'm looking at things about Older girls, now I'm looking at them and, and their coats on and some of the others getting older. And some problems around the eye, you know, is that to do with the, the hay? Is there something, is there just a lot of dust in the hay that's, is it too high and is dropping down into the eyes? Is it this particular, is there something else going on with this particular animal? Uh, they're different kind of questions to this animal is limping, what's going on? This animal is wrapped in bramble, how do I get them into a place where I can take it off? So the questions change, the sense of can I do this, can I cope with this changes as well. So over time you get experience and with that comes a level of confidence. I also heard somebody last week, it was only last week, saying about contextual confidence. Interesting. So in some contexts I have confidence. I have more confidence. This is my sphere this is the thing i know about this i can do the context in which i have confidence but there's another situation uh, i don't know what to do now mm. it's a different context but those things change over time you get more experience more confidence more ability to know what to do and know when you're out of your depth and that is such a oh, that lesson when you know i I, this is shout early you know this is, this is a situation beyond me that's really good to know that boundary to know where it is and it's it changes over time as well but that's something that I can't do by myself I need to, I can't do this in this position I need to get the animal into a smaller place that's a good lesson to learn and good line to recognize and also this is something I can't do I need another pair of hands that's a really good lesson 'Cause you sometimes do and you're oh, this is and it made it such hard work for you and for the animal. <laughs> and the others got wound up as well. So learning, okay, I need somebody else with me to do this particular job. That's that's a good lesson to learn, a good thing to be aware of. And then the the other question of this is beyond what I can cope with. I need the vet. Uh, I suppose in between you've got something, I'm not sure about this, can I talk to somebody, another breeder or somebody with experience, more experience than me that I can speak to and just get another, or someone, you know, your peers, you can just get a uh, another opinion. And somebody goes, oh, I had that and this is what I did, et cetera, et cetera. So there's there's that range of things, of course, but there changes over time. That's my point. That's what I was experiencing and, and as I was coming up from from doing the girls. I realised that the questions I have have changed over time and they will for you as well. The things that you're struggling with now, you won't struggle with in a year's time or in six months' time or in a month's time or tomorrow, <laughs> depending on what it is. There are things that you can do and learn and experience, but some of that is only gained. There's only won that knowledge, that experience is only won by doing it. And sometimes you have to step in in fear of termination, can I do this? And you have to have a, uh, I was going to say an escape route. Well, that's probably good, depends on what you're trying to do. But you might need an escape route, literally. But you need something that's a way of kind of backing off that says, okay, I'm just going to let them go now. <laughs> I'll deal with this another time. But that can be, it feels like failure. It feels like You've kind of let them down, let, let yourself down. Ugh, it's all blurry, isn't it? It's all black and white. Not. It's all grey. It's where we live. Most of the time we live in a grey, in between kind of space. Uh, shades of green, perhaps, rather than shades of grey. Who knows? So, yeah, there we go. Confidence. May next year bring you even more confidence than you've had this year. May your experience grow. May you take, not risks, but may you take steps forward which are gaining ground with your alpacas, with your relationship with your alpacas, the level of trust that they have for you, but also your level of confidence. So I'm hoping that next year will be a good year for you. I heard a sound again. Well, it's a different sound. It was the sound of of a swan leaving, I think. There was just that kind of kind of sound in the wings, the the feathers, the beat of the wings and the feathers moving through the air. Just a sort of hint of a sound. Didn't see her go, didn't see, but she's not there now. Not not there all today. Haven't seen her since I did see her this morning first thing, but I haven't seen her since so I think she's gone. Um, she did try to make a, an, ex, an escape as, not quite necessarily the right word. She did try to leave the valley yesterday. Uh, gave up. She kind of, it didn't look right. She turned round and had it back, but she stayed up in the air. And she's she's gaining a bit of ground, but height wise, but not, not too much. And then she looked around and then she'd suddenly decided, no, these trees are too high now. And she suddenly tried to turn and bank. And she ended up colliding with some branches of a tree and dropping into the the silk pond right beyond the bridge, beyond the lake, the bridge, and then in the silk pond at the top there. And uh, mm, that's not good. <laughs> I was wondering what on earth we were going to do. How do we rescue her from there? Did she need rescuing? No, she didn't. Something not quite, I'm not quite sure what was going on. But anyway. She then appeared, suddenly she kind of scooted back in. I think she'd come under the bridge and there's the bit of water there and, and with the top end with the stones and things. But she'd, she'd come through the ford area back into the lake and she kind of ruffled herself and cleaned herself up and carried when well, She went back to feeding. So that was yesterday and she was in various places. She spent quite a lot of time sat No, stood, wasn't sat. It looked a bit like she was sitting, but she was actually stood. She seemed to like keeping her feet cold. Do swans like to have cold feet or wet feet? I don't know. This one certainly did. So she stood on the edge of the car park. There's a kind of a concrete, concrete edge to the car park into the water. And she stood on that. It was a little bit flooded. So there was water there. So she was standing in the water just a few inches. But she was very happy doing that. And she she sat there. In fact, she was there for a lot of the afternoon, probably more than I'm comfortable that she was there. She didn't seem to move much. Anyway, she's gone. Nothing we can do. I'm not sure we could have done anything, even if we had uh, found that. So she may be back. They often. She has been away and come back, so that she can do that again. And uh, it's a little bit sad. Don't know. Not my swan. She's wild. And yet, there was a sense of enjoying having her here in the valley and feeling like she was part of valley life, at least for a while. But now she's gone. So, swans. So the ducks are going to miss her. <laughs> they, they have already seemed to, woo with a little panic. Whereas you used to, used to just cruise towards the swan. This gives us protection. Then they, they saw me, they kind of did a run for it. Well, you know, Fly. Mm. So there we go. So most of the trees are now pretty bare. There's a few little patches where the, the oaks hang on to them like longer than, than most, but most of the trees have lost all their leaves, so they're all on the ground. Uh, we're thinking about cleaning up <laughs> the paths and the, the road because you can sweep these things up or move them away, and then the next hour, if not the next day, the, the it's covered in... <laughs> Covered <laughs> in leaves again, so I think we we we're at the clean up stage. We can do that, and also cut back some uh, a path which gives the, the alpacas access uh, more of a circular route. We've had a, a very a bit of an area that's that's been closed off to them, and so the gate's now open and they can wander through. It's a, just adds a bit of roundness to the circle that they can they can make. So they haven't discovered it yet, I don't think today, but they will because they're good. I don't know how they do it. They suddenly notice things, and right off they go. So they'll they'll find a bit of extra grazing and stuff from that. And I've been soaking some of their food, uh, which is an interesting little development. And some of them have been coughing again, choking a little bit. And uh, just some of the, 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 the kind of the pencil um, pellets seem a bit hard and a bit long. So just soaking them a bit, not a lot, but just soaking them a bit, seems to soften them up and it's, it's hopefully that's going to be better for them. Make the carriage, but it, it it releases. I don't know what it does. It expands a bit. They very keen. There's a whole bunch of them. I put it in the the wide flat, or not very tall, um, buckets, and they've really enjoyed. There's been a whole pile of them, all heads, all. Around. They're not no. When it's normally just the dry food, they haven't been doing that. But this has been lots of heads in, all crowded in together. We want this, and it has got a little smell to it, which is obviously the, the kind of the damp. Food that's that's been soaked—it just smells slightly differently. So they they didn't like it the first day. Do you know they looked at it? They kind of uh, they looked at me, or they looked at the food, or they, they kind of had a sniff from a distance. They weren't very keen, but they come round. They do, they will come round. And so I'm just wondering about Christmas whether I need to get some extra carrots, give them a treat, perhaps some apples, chop them up, make them into little discs, and and put them in the in the food trough. They they won't take them from my hand. They they funny thing, funny 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 funny. Anyway, if you can, go spend some time in your warm weather clothes, if you're in the UK. Go spend some time with your alpacas and breathe. Yeah, take care. Have a good week and rest of the year. We've got another episode coming, of course. So see you again soon. Bye for now.